Hello, friend, and welcome to this Bible Talk bonus material that goes along with episode number 62, Change of Address with Antoinette Cleveland. Antoinette helps and supports families that move frequently, and her passion to do that really has kind of pressed on a pain point that that I have in my life because I moved frequently in my growing up years. My dad is was an itinerant pastor, and we moved every few years, and I went to multiple schools and kind of put that together with I did not have significant ties with extended family or any kind of community that I would call home, and it kind of sets me up perfectly for this lie that the enemy uses in my life over and over and over again that plays on repeat, if you will, and says, you'll never belong anywhere. And it's kind of this insecurity that I wrestle with, and it shows up in a lot of different places in my life. And I asked the Steady On community not too long ago, just a question about moving. I just asked, what, what for you, if you've moved before, or maybe for some who have moved frequently, what's the hardest part of moving. I got some great answers that I want to share with you. They're not great answers, but they're honest answers, which is what makes them great. And one person said that they moved fairly recently, but it was a gradual move. And there was this frustration over a period of months as they moved from one place to another that whatever she needed always seemed like it was in the other place. And so there's this like change that happens over time. I heard her saying, right? Someone else said accepting that it takes time to build a new support system. So true, isn't it? One person simply said, all of it is hard. And then I got this longer note from someone who was just really honest about not only what's hard when you're moving, but how someone who participates in or deals with frequent moves, a lot of moves in their life, how that continues to show up even later, the effects of that even later in their life. And so I just want to read a few of her words to you. She says, I've lived in 10 states, several of them more than one time. I've moved, I had moved 12 times by the time I graduated high school, and I've moved 28 times in my life. I have lived in my current residence longer than I've lived anywhere, seven years. And in the town that she lives in right now, the longest that she's ever lived anywhere, 11 years. And she said, I used to, as an adult, I always hated it as a child, but I used to in her adult in her earlier adult years think that moving around a lot made me stronger and more flexible that i was able to adapt more quickly to changes but as i get more mature i realize it makes me lonely i don't feel as stable because i have no home to go back to and sadly the same is true for my children yes home is where you make it but when you make it all over the place the memories are not the same if you don't have the places to look back at then the memories aren't as easily is easy to recall. Where were we when that happened? She asked the question, right? I wish I had roots. It's a lonely feeling not being from anywhere, not to mention losing friends and relationships over and over again. And so having no place to call home, that's the hardest thing about moving. And I felt all of the responses in my own heart, all of it. And maybe you do too, especially this last one. I felt like that was that's the key for me too, not really being from anywhere. Again, not really belonging anywhere. And I ran across this verse, two verses actually. I want to share them with you because as I was thinking about this and what I would share here, these verses just kind of popped out to me as something 
that God could really teach me through. And so this is from Isaiah 43. It's 18 and 19. I'm reading from the NASB. Do not call to mind the former things or consider things of the past. Behold, I'm going to do something new now. It will spring up. Will you not be aware of it? I will even make a roadway in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. This word spring, now it will spring up. Other Bibles translate that to now it will come up. It will sprout up. It will grow like a new plant. It will come forth. It's happening already. It'll come to light. It'll burst out. It'll come to fruition. It'll sprout and grow and mature. There's something exciting here. There's something new here. It's like a birth. It's, it's being born. It's being created. It's being realized even. The message translation says it like this, this whole like passage of scripture. It says, forget about what's happened. Don't keep going over old history. Be alert. Be present. I'm about to do something brand new. It's bursting out. Don't you see it? There it is. I'm making a road through the desert, rivers in the badlands. And it reminded me that, no, we're not going to forget the pain of moving for those of us who maybe especially as children, it wasn't our choice, right? We, we, we didn't have any voice in whether or not we moved. And we're not going to forget that. That's real. It's a part of our story. But reading these verses really challenged me and had me kind of ask the question. It raised the question, where am I getting stuck in the pain of moving at the expense of experiencing the joy and the freedom that I have in where I am right now? Like the woman who wrote in that contribution, I've lived in my current house for 12 years. That's the longest I've ever lived anywhere. But this is the home that both of my boys have grown up, grown up in. My oldest was five, starting kindergarten when we moved into this house. And I was pregnant with our younger son. He's never lived anywhere but this house. Um, I've lived in this community where I live now for most of the past 30 years. I moved away once for about a year when I took a job in Florida. And uh, once we moved about 20 minutes away for about four years when I was serving a church in a neighboring town. But even when we lived there for four years, my husband's work was still in this community where I live now. And much of our life and our friends, all of that, none of that really changed in that period of time. So for the most part, this community and these people, give or take a few, have been my life and my home for nearly three decades. And that actually is quite a bit of stability. And yet it's very easy for me to still, still feel like an outsider. One of the things I read in commentary about this says that staying stuck in the past can keep us from the new thing God wants to do. If Israel stayed stuck in the discouragement and seduction of Babylon, they would never look for the new thing of release from exile. I feel that invitation. Sometimes bad things happen to us. Sometimes we struggle with pieces of our story. And yet God calls us out of that exile to embrace, to recognize, to receive the new thing that he is doing. God is inviting me to embrace change. He's doing something new in me. He's bringing life and abundance where before I recognized only dust and ashes, but I have to notice it, right? I have to recognize and see what he's doing. I have to raise my head and see how he's clearing a new different path on which I can walk. God is kind. He cares about what happened to me in my past and what it has done to me and how it affects me today. 
but he also cares about what I'm doing to myself, how I'm limiting myself by staying stuck emotionally in a place because of what happened to me quite a long time ago now. God is a present help in, in trouble. When I feel myself sliding back into stuckness or fear, I can reach for him. And he's always there to steady my steps. And so when I go into this place of feeling like I'm not belonging, do I have something that I speak to that truth and look for the evidence that actually there's belonging all around you in the church that you're a part of, in the friendships you've had for a long time, in the professional connections that you have? There's belonging everywhere. And there are certainly places to look in my life where belonging isn't so obvious or I don't feel it so much. But I can choose to see where God has sprung up something new in my life and said, but there is belonging here. And of course, what we know as believers, there is always belonging with him. Now, the enemy will be all at work when we try to embrace something new, when we try to realize that there are streams in our desert, right? And he'll try to tell us, you know, your story cannot be rewritten, that there isn't any good that can come of this. And while it's true that our story does not change, it's also true that there's more to our story than has already happened. Because the most important part of my story, your story, is what God has done and is doing and will do with everything that is my story. And so as I thought about my conversation with Antoinette, and I thought about still some of the pain and even anger and resentment that has taken root through the years because of frequent moves and kind of what that did to my life and how it affected me, I really, again, just kind of heard this call to try to recognize where my belonging insecurity, if you will, right, is making itself known in unhealthy ways. Where am I stuck in remembering and laying that need on other relationships, right? Asking someone else in my life to help me overcome something from my past that had nothing to do with them and truly only God can help me overcome, right? Where am I laying that on someone else when it doesn't belong there? And how do I train myself, remind myself to continue to look to God for this sprouting up of something new that he is offering me in my life. For those of you who are dealing with the pain of moves, sometimes things are out of our control. For those of you who are dealing with moving your children because of something that is your decision or something that's out of your control. For those of you who are saying goodbye to friends sometimes because they are moving Moving in itself is not wrong, is it? It can be difficult. There's always going to be difficulty around it, but it's not wrong necessarily. But what can be wrong over time is if, like I said earlier, if we, we allow these seeds of resentment, discontent, comparison, when we give those seeds fertile ground, then they choke out what they grow chokes out the new thing that God wants to sprout up in our life. And that new thing is remembering that his gifts of rest and joy and peace and security are ours in abundance when it's his name 
we call upon. Friend, again, thank you so much for just listening to me unpack this scripture, share a little bit about what it has meant to me over the last little bit. And if you haven't yet had an opportunity to hear from my friend Antoinette, I really encourage you to go back and listen to episode number 62. I think if you have ever moved, helped someone else move, if you moved as a child, if you're facing a move now, I think some of the things that she says in there will just be really, really encouraging to you. Thanks so much for listening. I pray that wherever your day takes you, you're walking in the confident knowledge that you are a beloved, cherished child of God. Peace.